Welcome to episode nine of The Elephant in the Room. My name is Matt Lawson, and today we're going to talk about perspectives and putting everything in perspective. I think um, it's a good time to talk about it because the world has changed. It has changed a lot. Um, most people now are going back to their day-to-day life, but I think sometimes we have to understand that the world can be a better place if we don't pigeonhole people, if we don't put them all in the one box and we understand things come from a different perspective all the time. And I think that as a society, we're pretty bad at doing this. And the simple way to put it is, um, you can't walk a mile in someone else's shoes. You, you you literally can't do it, but you can put your mind in that spot to try and understand where they're coming from. And I think that, you know, quite often throughout um, our day, we have opportunities to to sit there and go, well, what about, what? why did that person do that? Or why did this person do this? And, and have a thought process that says, well, what if I was them? How would I have handled this? Like, we have to try and understand that everyone sees things in a different way. And I think perspective is a really interesting um, conversation because no one actually can see what someone else is seeing. And I'll give you an example, something that I, I think about quite often, and I've talked to other people and they have the same thought process. Um, color. When we look at the world and we see colors, um, from a young age, we're taught that the grass is green and the sky is blue and, you know, everything, elephants are grey. What we don't know is people's eyes work in the same mechanisms. They have their, you know, iris, their retina and whatever else. But between the eye and the brain, there may be changes that happen for each person and each person may see colours in a different way. I think if you can think about that and, and, like, stop for a second and think about that, I might be seeing the world in in one lot of shades and someone else might be seeing it in a different uh, way. Their green might be my purple. You just don't know what it's doing when it goes through that spectrum in their eyeball into their brain. So we always have to understand that that people may be stuck in a, a lifetime of seeing things in shades of grey. They, they really may be. And, and I know that sounds weird, but if you think of it that way, you, it changes your whole perspective on how you treat other people. The other thing that we don't know is if someone's down, if someone's having a bad time, if someone's having a bad day, a bad week, um, it, it's hard for people to turn things around. But the thing is, when you're having a bad time, and you'll know this as well, the, the people out there listening, when you're having a bad time, you tend to see the bad things that are happening around you. So you see uh, like someone fall off a ladder or, or you see um, someone getting hurt in the street or you see you d- tend to see more negative things around you happening because you're in a, a negative frame of mind. Once you're in a positive frame of mind or, or what like some people call it rose-colored glasses, particularly it happens when you're in love because your body is sending off all these different endorphins around you, your body and you see things in a different light. So you're going to see the butterflies out there. You're going to see the birds in the trees everything changes, all your sensitivities change. And and that's why I think that when we're out in the street or when we're at a supermarket or when we're we're out running our daily duties, we should be treating each other with as much kindness as possible. Because even though someone's smiling, you don't know what they're going through. You don't know what their perspective is on that day. And I think that we, we err on the side of being quiet or we err on the side of being cautious when it comes to our interactions with each other. When I think that the best thing we can do is err on the side of kindness. And I talk about it all the time in every um, live that I do on Instagram or anywhere that I get up to speak, that if we all came from a place of kindness in 
99% of our interactions, the world would systematically change. And it wouldn't have a choice because if you're kind to the people around you and then they move through their day being kind to other people because of your acts of kindness, um, you change everything quickly. You change all the people around you and you change all the people around them. And it's got a flow-on effect, that butterfly effect. It really can go ripple through the whole world, just you being kind. And that's what I think people forget is that power of kindness. So people think they're powerful. Like in our world today, there's toxic masculinity and there's toxic femininity where people are, are trying to be macho or trying to be aggressive in their actions. And the the particularly like a lot of men think that being aggressive and being angry and being dominant is the only way you can be. Yes, there's good aspects to being alpha males. Yes, there's good aspects to being alpha females. But the the place where you're going to pick up the most uh, love in the world and change the world in the best place is actually from a place of kindness and a place of understanding and a place of empathy. So when you're hearing stories, rather than looking down on someone or rather than being sympathetic all the time, try being empathetic. Empathetic means you're picking up on the emotions, you're feeling what that person's going through and you're trying to help them. And I think the other thing that people forget is being vulnerable is not a bad thing either, being open to feeling. And I think there's a lot of mental health issues happening in the world right now because people are, are scared of being vulnerable. Men are afraid to cry, and, and that's such a pity. And, and it's from the time they're young when they're told, just toughen up, princess, uh, grow up. You've got to grow up. That's some of the worst things you can say to children is just grow up. Um, what we really should be doing is nurturing children's feelings. And I don't mean um, wearing cotton gloves or whatever they say. I can, can never remember what that is. But don't don't baby the kids, but allow them to feel. And when they're upset, say, what is it that you feel right now? Are you feeling scared? Are you, what, what feelings do you get? Is it like your hair sticking up on end or you're angry? Do you feel like heat in your body? Like harness the emotions. We don't want to, we've got a society where we're growing up where people hold all their emotions back. But I think some of the sexiest things can happen out there in the world is when people are truly vulnerable and they're open to emotion, they're open to feelings, they're open to allowing themselves to grow because we have so much trauma in society. We have so many people that are walking around uh, in states of trauma and trauma brings on the worst out of anyone. I don't, you can't make me change my mind on that. I think trauma brings out the worst in people. But if you go through your trauma, and I, I talk about this a lot as well, don't avoid it, don't run away from it, don't push it down, don't hide it. If, if you do all these things, it will come back eventually and bite you in the butt. The universe has a way of getting the trauma out and if you try and run from it it'll give you a little tap on the shoulder with like a mini panic panic attack or it'll give you a, a another tap on the shoulder and say here's a bit of a cry out of nowhere and then it will knock you on your ass it'll give you dizziness it'll give you hot and cold spells it'll give you all these things because you're not dealing with trauma and, and the best thing you can do with trauma with panic, with any of these things is to go through it, navigate through it. And I think that one of the best descriptions I had when I was going through dealing with some of my childhood trauma is to ride the waves. If you can picture yourself in the ocean and when you're stuck in a current, and this is what a lot of people are right now in this world is stuck in a current or a riptide and they're trying to swim against it 
they're trying their hardest to swim against it and they're, they're pulling themselves under the water and, and they're drowning. They're drowning in sorrow. They're drowning in trauma. They're drowning in panic because they're fighting it. Think of yourself in that water and think if you just started to float and just bob along with the current and, and let the waves push you along to where you need to be. You can almost imagine it if you wave your hand in front of you, like the waves taking you along, the trauma waves taking you through. And you're going to feel a bit yucky sometimes when a big wave comes through and you're going to have other times where it's a bit calmer. But if you're riding those waves and letting them navigate you, you're going to move through it in a much better way rather than if you're fighting against it. That's one of the easiest ways that I can sort of give you a mental image of, of that trauma response and what we need to do. And I come from a place of experience because, like, as I've said to you guys, I had big issues back in 2015, 16. At the moment, I'm going through some stuff, trying to deal with trauma, my nervous system, and learning how to deal with it better. And you can't run from it. Yeah, you literally have to dive into it head first. It's the best way to be. And I think as society, as I say, if we can stop with the toxicity of trying to be better than each other, if we can stop with the toxicity of not understanding each other and, and being selfish, um, then we're going to live better. And, and I've said it to you guys before as well. If you start understanding yourself better, if you start looking within and saying, what are my good parts? Like get a get a notepad again and just write down what are the things I'm proud of within myself? What are my, what are my good personality traits? And, and jot them down. And what are my bad personality traits? And jot those down as well. What I think is really a, a good thing to do, and, and it sounds horrible, but it's a good thing to do. Put yourself, align yourself around people that have traits that you wish you had. And sometimes those people are the ones that drive you crazy because they're too empathetic or they're too quiet or the other way, they're too loud and they seem like egomaniacs and they drive you crazy because they're always so confident. Align yourself with people that make you feel uncomfortable. This world if we sit in our comfort zones and we continue with this toxic environment of, of not truly understanding who we are, who we are as human beings, then we never grow. The best way to grow is to put yourself in uncomfortable situations around people that you may not necessarily align with to pull out some of their good traits. And I do this in the workplace. If there's people at work that I uh, despise quite often it's because they have a trait that I wish I had and if I align myself with them a little bit even if I have to go through the shit storm of horrible conversations or whatever else then I can bring some of that trait into myself because we, we too often we we are too scared to look in the mirror and say where do I need to improve and, and what can I do better and again once you align with those people and understand different perspectives of why they are who they are you'll actually realize that there's personality traits in them that have come from trauma in their lives and there's there's probably bad ones that have come from that but there may be good ones as well and there'll be good ones that come from good stuff and bad ones that come from good stuff remembering again in society we're living in a society that is uh full of entitlement so there's a lot of people that are going through life without any struggle and that can breed bad things and good things because I truly think, as Australians in particular, if you think about our personalities, a lot of people around the world love us because we're so laid back. I actually think in some ways it's a toxic trait to be so laid back because we, we always say she'll be right. She'll be right about everything when we're some, there's some moments where we need to have a bit more up and go. So I, I think we can learn so much by really understanding our, our true 
value of who we are. And if we understand our, our pros and our cons and, and what really makes us who we are, then we can understand those around us much better. I think all learning of others around us comes from inside first. And too many of us are scared to do that that inner work. And I'm the first to put my hand up and say, for me, I was quite a toxic person because I couldn't do that inner work because it was so hard. And you're going to find when you start looking inside, you're going to find things that you really don't like about yourself. And you're going to struggle. You're going to you're gonna have days where you're in tears. You're going to have days where you're fist pumping because things are going well. Try and have a mantra for yourself that pushes you through the hard times and says, you know what, I can deal with this. I can get through this, even if it feels a bit uncomfortable. Um, the way I'm going to grow is to go through the uncomfortable stages. And, and I think, you know, there's probably a mantra we can get out of that. And, and I'm happy if you guys, uh, as I keep on saying, comment on any of the podcasts, um, let me know what your thoughts are and give me any examples of where you've gone through trauma and any little um, words that you would say to yourself or things you would write down to keep yourself going every day. These little um, bugs that we put in our head, these little ideas that we put in our head to keep ourselves going, they can be really special when you're having a hard day or you come across someone that does grind your gears. Like there are going to be people that grind your gears, but if you can think about, well, that person's coming from here because they've probably gone through something and changed that mindset, then you'll grow and you'll be a much better version of yourself. And I think that's what this whole podcast is about, perspective, understanding. You don't have to agree with everyone. You don't have to. But one of the things that, that makes us grow the most as humans is our diversity. And I personally, I love learning about different cultures, learning about different people, understanding different personalities. And I think that th there's definitely room for all of us to, to grow from doing this. So let me know what you think. Um, tomorrow I'm going to be doing a podcast speaking about um, Camp Epic from last year in Canberra, letting people know exactly what went on up there. Please share this with as many friends and family as you can. And uh, any topics that you'd like to discuss, just shout out and I'll, I'll put them out there for you. Okay, guys? Love you all. Peace.